it's been too long in between drinks. It's alright, I cracked mine already. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. Hey. Hey, Dave. This is Bush Radio. It is Bush Radio. Who would have thought? You know what? We're uh, at the tail end of pretty severe lockdown. 2020 has been, let's face it, it's been a kind of a year. Oh, yeah. Um, what we've got for you this episode, this is just a little bonus episode. This is something just to keep you guys in the loop with what we're doing. Um, you know, yeah, you greedy cunts. Yeah, you need your fix, don't you, you dirty girl. <laughs> uh, as you may or may not have been able to tell, we have had a few beers already. Yeah, we just uh, played a game. Uh, yeah. Go and watch Bat Rep uh, number 99. Number 99. Number 99, man. Number 99. Um, that was a fucking, that was a lot of fun. Um, this uh, this particular podcast will probably go for about half as long as that bat rep. Uh, yeah, probably. Because <laughs> it was a it was an absolute monster. What a great uh, what a great time. So uh, we figured there's no events, there's nothing we can go to, and frankly, there's except very for, except for one thing. There is one thing. There is one thing. Well, two things actually. After a conversation we just had before. That's oh, I thought that was the one thing. So now there's two things. There's two things. See, this See, look out, content. Things multiply. We're going to blow this out to over an hour. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, all right, so the, the, the whole aim of this was we, we uh, don't have um, a ton of new shit to talk about. So what we wanted to do is we really actually just wanted to check in with everybody, let you know what we're up to. Um, there are a few masochists out there who enjoy listening to the to the podcast that we put together, fuck knows why, but you do enjoy it and we are here to serve. So, yeah. um, I, I do hope that, uh, this gives you that, uh, that little fix that you're after. Now, Joel, take us away. What, what is it you, you really, you know, need to, you, you look like you've got something you really want to talk about. I've got a few things I want to talk about. All right. Brilliant. First, I just want to talk about the state of Victoria. Yep. Uh, so to, I'm not, Going to the politics of things because I don't fuck, but uh, Victoria, where we live, has been struck by the second wave of COVID. Yep. So that's why we've been more inactive than what we have been. So when we last recorded, uh, well, the last episode, obviously, was that was in between state, uh, the first wave and the second wave, right? And that happened quite quickly. It did, yeah. So we were really lucky to get in there and. Uh, record that booze-fueled fucking episode of absolute garbage that it was. Oh, that was something, wasn't it? Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) I'll tell you what, if I ever actually went back and listened to this shit before we published it, I reckon I would be very disappointed with that last one. um, I I listened to it, and because I can't... The problem is with Bush Radio recordings is usually I can't remember what we talk about. (laughs) So I like to listen, and, and I'm not being narcissistic and like listening to my own voice it's literally just knowing what i said <laughs> just in case yeah. you know, i've got any heat coming my way that's it damage control we yeah. get it yeah that's right so yeah it, it's, it's research <laughs> for damage prevention in the future but uh, no it was it was it, yeah it was all good and all that it was um i was fuck on yeah. but um yeah, uh, so the second wave hit and we've just come out the other side of that now and that's been yeah. what two months 
since the last episode, I would Yeah, like to probably say. about that. And look, we're in a regional area, so um, we're less affected than metropolitan um, areas. Fuck so, so yeah, look, Melbourne is still in a pretty bad way, but uh, we're lucky enough um, in, in regional uh, areas to be able to at least catch up. Yeah. Um, it's still in very limited numbers, but... Uh, we're, we're at least able, you know, today was the first time I've rolled dice in two months. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I remembered some of the rules. I was really happy about that. <laughs> and look, I had, a, I, I love playing games against you, Dave, especially when there's no frills or, you know, no, not playing sheep stations or whatever. Yeah. It's always just fun. Like, I, I can see 12 plus empty cans uh, <laughs> sitting uh, next to the table that we're just playing on. So, yeah, yeah. it's, it's a lot of fun. Yes. Uh, a lot of fun fucking drinking and, yeah, doing whatever. But, um, yeah, so I wanted to, I just wanted to touch on that for a second. Yep. Um, just to say what we have been up to, and it's been not much. I uh, Over lockdown, especially the second wave, I've been spending a lot of time playing Mario Kart on the Switch. Yeah, yeah, I've been doing the same. With um, measured gaming has become this little Nintendo hub. Yeah. <laughs> it's really interesting. Actually, there was, there was about five of us who went out and bought Switches just so we could all go play Mario Kart. And there was more that went and bought Mario Kart themselves, right? Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, it was just, it's just been a lot of fun. Uh, Friday nights, it was actually a whole weekend thing. Friday and Saturday nights up until 2, 3 in the morning. Yep. Uh, just getting absolutely fuck-eyed. Yeah. Uh, Playing cart and and on Discord, yeah, and on Discord. So it was it was like uh, you know just a club night. Yeah, and it and it has been a lot of fun. Um, uh, I think that those nights are important for groups. Mm. Doesn't matter, um, you know, whether you're playing Warhammer or fucking whatever. What what your groups orientated for? Is if you're a group of mates, you need something to. Yeah, yeah, connect yourselves with you do, you do. You need a, you need you need that common space, don't you? And yeah, and Mario Kart's been great for that because that's kept a lot of us sort of you know connected, connected and yep. just having a good time with each other and all that. It was yeah. like, you know, you just talk shit and go out to tournament like like what you when you go out to events and all that for the weekend. Yeah. Um it that yeah, it was just really good. But now hopefully we can start going and actually seeing each other more often yeah catching up in person and and um you know uh, with a lot of groups and and our group is a very diverse group if you've met the guys from bendigo you'll know that um we're actually a really interesting mix of people um you know like there's no interesting but we're a mix (laughs) we're, we're definitely a mix and um and and definitely in our own sort of private chats, is, there has been a lot of politics discussion and there's been a whole lot of other stuff. But what is, has been really good was that no matter um, where everyone sits as far as in, in their opinions to do with how everyone's coping with, with the current situation, we do always just come back to fucking toy soldiers, don't we? Oh, for sure. Um, that's what that's how it's always been and always will be. Yeah. And and that's good. And I think there there are other groups out there, and there are other uh, obviously Warhammer groups. I mean, that we know of. There's you know the the Geelong guys, the, the Ringwood guys, the the South Australian guys, the Ballarat guys, the Kyneton guys. Um, there's all these groups, and it's it's funny. It's it, it is a common ground that everyone you know you go a couple of days, and then someone's like. Uh, here's a fucking list, or this is what's going on, or uh, we've we've seen more people playing uh, tabletop simulator. Mm. 
Um, I have been keen to look at it myself, but I'd like to think hopefully with things easing up, I've, I've held out just long enough to actually just get back to real playing rather than investing in um, understanding a, how to how to play that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, um, I don't have the hardware for TTS. Mm. Uh, I don't mind watching the odd game. It's just good to hear other people talk about Warhammer while they're playing. Yep. You know, I, I love watching Warhammer as well. So TTS kind of fills that void a little bit. Yep. It's not the same, obviously, mm. um, but it, it'll do for the time being. But yeah, uh, going to actual events is really awesome. Mm. Speaking of events, um, the first one I want to talk about, Dave, is uh, the one up in Canberra. Yep. So uh, our mate, uh, Rockhampton, so Michael Thompson, he has just relocated from Cairns to Canberra over the last month, I think. Yeah, about that. Two. Yep. And he's decided to run an event uh, at Jog Games. Yeah. And it's uh, the AOS Everwinter event or whatever the fuck it's called, something like that. Everwinter. And there's, what, 40-odd players? and Yeah, yeah. It's the, the, the end of the Everwinter, I think, is what it was called. Um, I did... <laughs> I did write the player pack for it, so I should know more. Did you no. get a ticket? Are you going? Uh, no, I'm I'm personally not going. Um, and that's not that I don't... I support everything um, that Rocky does. Uh, I just can't get away uh, at, at that particular time. That's fair. Um, but, yeah, look, uh, having worked on the player pack, it will be a really good event for those who are able to attend. Um, and also, having spoken to him, he's um, uh, making more connections with the the guys in Canberra, and um, they're doing more of a uh, a slow grow league as well, which is something that we've looked at in Bendigo too through our, our local Guff store. Yeah, um, you know, going to a new community, I suppose, is a lot easier than what it used to be because of the internet and yep. social media. So you can you know most of the people who you sort of going to go and see anyway. Yeah. I mean, and plus with, with people previously being able to travel, you know, all of us going to CanCon, yeah. um, and we have these sort of hubs where uh, you get uh, a lot of the same people going to other events across the country. So you tend to, to get to know the guys from other states and other, other player groups. So when you do migrate into their turf, I guess it helps when you actually know a couple of people yeah. by name and by, by oh, reputation, sure. if nothing else. For so. sure, yeah. yeah. But, um, yes, that's that's going to be really exciting. Uh, really looking forward to that. And the way that things are going with restrictions, it's full go. Yep. So really keen. have no fucking idea what I'm going to take. Uh, I've just been enjoying playing oddball shit, as I usually do. Yeah, you see, you've gone back to your roots a little bit in, you know, Buzzing between Bok and Stormcast and yeah, you know, I'm I'm just waiting to for all my Lunas shit to get here. So I'll be one of those guys with the tier one army easy mode, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> again, but uh, yeah, loving, loving, always love playing Bok. That, that seriously gives me so much joy playing that army. Win, lose, or draw, doesn't matter. I just really enjoy the games. Yeah. And Stormcast, they just, they, I just find them as a, a, I just find them fun. Yep. Uh, it's a challenge, and I, I, I embrace challenges on the tabletop. Yep. So it's it's just something which is really enjoyable to me. Yeah. Uh, cooking up some random shit and putting it on the board and seeing if it works or not. Yeah, it's funny when you talk about your bock. It's something you always love to play. I'm just actually looking across on the shelf. For me, that's like my stone horns. 
Yeah. My my effectively my beast claw raider half of my Maw tribes. That is my fun no-brainer build. You know, yeah. that's the stuff that I just enjoy playing. I don't care if I win or lose. It's fun just to push stupid shit around. Yes. Uh, and and for me that that's that's my uh, that's my equivalent, I suppose. Cool. Yeah, I've got another stone horn up there. You do, don't you? Yeah, yeah I've got another one. He's unpainted, mate. Yeah, I know. <laughs> He's not even stuck down to his base. <laughs> He's just blue tapped on there. <laughs> <laughs> even better. Yeah. It's um yeah, everyone everyone needs one of those armies. I think it's great to recalibrate yourself. Like if you're feeling down, uh, trying to chase the meta or whatever, yeah, it's it's good to go back to one of those armies and just find the joy in the game again. Yeah, something that's uncomplicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, have a few beers or whatever that you like to drink and yeah, <clears throat> and you know, play play that dumb army that just pushes shit forward and hopes for the best, right? Because yep. you're gonna have a good time. That's it, you know. So to all those Destro players out there, you know, we understand your your simple mindedness. All alcoholics. <laughs> yeah, you know, your, your simple mindedness is, um, you know, a very welcome distraction from otherwise complex and well thought out uh, gameplay. <laughs> Targeting one quarter of the audience. <laughs> uh, I, I really can't talk. I I do have like. You got uh, what two, three Destro arms? Yeah, yeah. I, I have, I have two technically. I think I have two. Yeah. Uh, I've got, I've got more tribes, and I've got uh, Gloom Spite. Yes. Yeah. Which you haven't even put together yet, right? No, it's it's it's, it's part of the shame pile at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Well, I heard Squinch has got good, which isn't the case. They're still shit. Of course they are, <laughs> but they'll be fun. There's nothing like a oh, bunch sure. of. Um, raging fang testicles jumping around the table. I think that is that is just great. Well what did you what's your review on the uh, the white dwarf faction? I really like it. I think it's I think it's alright. Mate, come on, you're letting the team down here. I just do. I know I said too many words. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, out look, okay, so keep going with what you were saying. I'm out of practice. I look I thought it was fine. I think it's I think it's something, isn't it? Yeah it is. Uh look fucking it's Plus one damage on the charge was the main attraction, right? Yeah. It's when you got unreliable. Well, yeah, it's unreliable movement. To a point. Well, I mean, it's unreliable as your charge distance, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Okay, but most charges, most charges are nine inch charges. Oh, if, if, they're course, not a, if, if they're not if they're not a nine inch charge, who gives a fuck? Oh, right. <laughs> because nine inch charges is where the drama is. It, okay. Yes, yeah, the drama. Oh, like in the game that we just played tonight. In the game the, we just the, played. The is charged, even with plus one to charge for Bulgors, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Your, yours was less dramatic than mine, but yeah. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I, see, I see how it is. I see. All right, all right, all right. So, um, in this in this relatively downtime period um, where we've not been able to actually catch up and really play a lot, <clears throat> and and you've said that the. Hobby has been kind of backburnered because of that. Because because when you don't have the actual social aspect of catching up and playing, whether it's tournaments or just friendlies, and I, I found myself too that I was a lot less inclined even to pick up a paintbrush. Um, I was a lot less inclined to research new lists, um, and and I actually felt very disconnected. Mm. Um, so it's it's been important to kind of. It's been good having like that Mario Kart because it's a way to still be connected. Well, 
that's it. It doesn't matter what we're doing as long as we're doing something together. Yeah. I mean, that in, as in the whole group. Yes. Then we're still having fun. Yep. And that Warhammer is the the main thing that we do, but Mar- that's what where Mario Kart comes in. It's hmm. it's sort of taken over a little bit of that. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, keep going. Keep no, going. and what I was going to ask was, um, in those sort of times, uh, given that we're so often intensely, uh, uh, our time is taken up and, and we're so intensely focused on everything as far as Warhammer goes. Because Warhammer, you, you have the ability to really dig through data, to look at lists, to find different ways as the meta changes, so does the reaction to the meta. And, mm-hmm. and it is a constant source of investigation. Preach, brother. Yep. With a lot of that um, not being as present, where, where do you actually divert that kind of time? Like there, there is an intensity to it and there is actually like a, um, a single-mindedness. There, there is a, you know, the, bl- the, the, the blinkers are on, the, the blinded, you know, blinker things that the yeah. horses wear, you know, like yeah. you, the, you get that tunnel vision. Where do you direct that when you don't have uh, an emerging or changing meta in Australia? When, when everything kind of hits pause, where do you put that energy? What do you do with it? Uh, so, my energy. Uh, so no games. Yeah. Um, uh, no hobbying for me personally. Yep. Uh, I have just I, I've put together a few models and I've I undercoated and roughly painted some shit, which was good enough jobs. Not jobs done, but good enough for the moment. Yep. Uh, not finding fun in this at the moment, so I'll put it aside. Yes. Right? Yep. Uh, I, I've never been one to to paint for the sake of painting. Mm-hmm. I think I've touched on this on the podcast before. I just I need that deadline. I need that event to push myself um, to 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 get the paint on the models. Yeah, but you need that motivation. I do. I yeah, do. Yeah. I hundred percent do. And yep. you know, whether that's an event for an event or for just recording a fucking battle report, doesn't yep. matter. Yeah, it, it's just it's just one of those things where I need that. Motivation, no matter how small it is. Mm-hmm. So, um, to answer your question, Dave, is where all my focus and energy has been going into has been to audiobooks. Yeah, okay, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, pure and simple, I, I've pretty much listened to every single available Age of Sigma audiobook on Audible. Yeah, brilliant. Okay. Yeah. Now, the Black Library does have a significant number of their books. Uh, so for in, Age of Sigma. I, I, yeah, yeah, in, in <laughs> audiobook. No, no, but I mean, they, they have tons of them. Yeah. And you've gone through it. Uh, well, okay. So we've been in lockdown for how long? Months. Months. Uh, I go through one in three and a half days, I want to say, at work. Yeah, okay. Yep. So uh, going through per month, or three, five days a week, mm-hmm. plus there may be a little bit of extra listening time if I'm really into the book. Yep. Uh uh, maybe five a month. Yeah, yeah, okay, yep. And there's not that much for Age of Sigma, especially what I haven't already read yes. uh, from yep. an actual physical book. Yeah. So I own a lot of those as well. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it, it, that that's just where it's all gone to. And I'm, I'm finding myself like, 
I don't know how to describe it. I'm just I'm just lost at the moment. That's why yep. I'm just loving being able to play games again and getting myself back in the swing of it. Yep. Um, and I'm fucking waiting for Lumineth to start hobbying again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know that they're out, but uh, regional Victoria with independent stores gets completely shafted yep. from Games Workshop. So we're still waiting for our stuff for the most part. Yeah, and having said that, Games Workshop itself has huge, huge shortages on a ton of models. Like, I'm looking at picking up random models just for, not, not even for what I'm playing at the moment, just for stuff that I think, ah, uh, one day I'm going to want that model. I'm going to mm. want that. And and, you, and I can't actually get them. Um, like, yeah. within the last couple of weeks, I've been getting random just one-off models off eBay. Like, I got a, I got my Gut Rot Spume. Nice. And I got my Herald of Nurgle at random. I just, I, you know, I'm not playing Nurgle, <laughs> but I wanted those. But you will. I will. I, I, I do have half a shelf of Nurgle down there somewhere. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's tough. Um, but it is good that you can find, I guess, uh, an adjacent, a Warhammer adjacent uh, I, thing. Yeah. I, look, it, it's one of those things to try and just keep myself engaged. Yeah. And it's, I'm, I'm, I've listened to all the newer stuff mm-hmm. for, from Black Library. I'm listening to older shit where they're, where they're talking about units like, uh, for example, I'm currently listening to uh, Black Talent, First Mark. Okay. Right, yeah. Which is uh, the van- where it, that book came out uh, before the Vanguard Chamber shit did. Yep. So that's uh, Nev. What's her face? Nev Black Talon. Nev Black Talon, who, yeah, who so is a knight. Zephyrus. Zephyrus, yep. Yeah. And um, they're talking about Vanguard Hunters and they're calling them Rangers. Yeah, right. So, and, and the, the same thing happened in Soul Wars, actually, uh, where they were calling um, the Evocators uh, Sacristans or some shit. Like, they were, they were a different name. Yep. Which, sure, they get the, um, like, the... the so it's just something that pisses me off a little bit. They can't get the fucking names right in the books. Yeah. Uh, but they obviously start writing them before everything's made official. Yes. And yeah. Especially for the release of of those models, right? Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm listening to at the moment. And, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, about about a month ago from when we're recording this right now, uh, there was an announcement on um, the Warhammer community website about uh, calls for submissions by Halloween, which mm-hmm. at the moment is about five weeks from now, for the horror yes. of, of Black Light, for submissions, for short stories. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm having a bit of a dip. I am? Yeah. I really hope that you send it to me to, to read before you send it. Of course. Or send it to me after. I, I just want to read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I don't care if it's before or after. I just want to read it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm. You uh, know, uh, in, in a previous life, um, I did spend some time in publishing, mainly comics, um, and have both, um, you know, done artwork and writing and publishing and, and everything of, and of you've comics been a, in Australia. And you've been a horror nut your entire life. I have been a horror nut my entire life and I continue to be. And so, um, you know, when I don't have Warhammer to focus on, I focus on back on horror. Right. So that's where my time and energy has gone. 
Yeah. Um, that and and video games to me, they're 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 kind of my have always been my go to my whole life. So, um, yeah, that that's where a lot of my time has been spent is is in horror and uh, and video <coughs> games. But yeah, um, you know, you heard it here first. If uh, you know, if it, if it turns out that what I write is absolutely fucking awful, um. Can we can we read it out on the next episode of Bush Radio? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. I mean, it'll only be an excerpt of it because yeah. um, you only send them like a five hundred word. Yeah, it's so part of it. Um, yeah. And granted, they're only they're accepting effectively short stories. Um, as it will be part of another anthology, I imagine, and and the more popular stories from that anthology then there's a chance that perhaps you get to write something bigger and more mm. interesting. Uh, but yeah, you know, I figure, fuck it, um, why not? Get into the system, hope just, the best. Just have a dip. I, uh, I've always enjoyed writing. Uh, certainly have always enjoyed horror, so I figured, yeah. Hello. Yeah, fuck it, <laughs> I'll have a go. So, um, right, good on you, mate, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Worst comes to worst, it'll end up being some shitty fan fiction. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of shitty fan fiction, Dave, uh, yep. I just want to. We've got. We're looking for about half hour on this recording, right? So yep. I'm just looking at the time. Um, fan fiction, Dark Harvest. Yeah, you've you've listened to it. I have. It's my favourite um, thing from Age of Sigma Black Library. Yep. Ever. Overview thoughts. I really really liked it. Yeah. Cool. Uh, all right, let's go a little bit deeper. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to, just before we do, I'm just going to reach down to my knife. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, your hand slips to your knife. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty much fucking constantly. <laughs> Man, for, for a main character, he is someone who is always on the verge of being stabby. Mate. But he's uh, never really all that stabby. See, it's been that long since I've... Um, read the book or listened to it yeah. Graham Blackwood yeah. man I can still I, this is we were just talking about this before off, off air but it's the one book which I would go back to and read or listen to mm. you know depending on what your fucking preferred media is than any of the other books yep so uh, you referenced earlier Plague Garden and Castle yep. of Blood and yep. fucking whatever else yep and, you know, while they were good, they weren't something which you would go back to a second time. No, no. And I've, I've read, um, uh, it's not Sigma, but I've read um, Dark Imperium as well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they're not ones I'd go back to. No, they don't have, there's just something about Dark Harvest which you can go back to a second time and start digesting even further. Yep. And, mate, Haram Blackwood... Just gonna tap the bubble of my knife. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it, it, it was. It, it's very well written. You can you can visualize the characters so well. You can you can see the fucking the other bloke playing with his cards in the bar. Gint. Gint. So yeah. Gint. So um, you got Gint. And then he turned out to be an agent of Aziz. Oh, I know. And then he just gets fucking yeah destroyed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 
Because <laughs> you're sort of like, oh, he's a bit of a scoundrel. He's a bit... And you're like, nah, he's fucking... Yeah, he's He's hanging else. around for a reason. There is something, something else going else. on out yeah. But you didn't know what it was, nah. right? You thought no. that he was trying to mug him or fucking... Yeah, or trying to trying to play him in some way. Yeah. Nah, it's just cool. And what... I, I think what I actually like about that book the most is it has a lot of the classic horror tropes in it, right? Mm. So you've got... Um, you you have a very jaded anti-hero as your protagonist. You've got um, you've got a nice mix of characters. There's a nice amount of humour, and there's a bit of a buddy cop thing going on. Yeah, between them. Very dry humour though. Isn't very it? dry. <laughs> you have the you you have the um, so basically there there's two main there's there's two stories in the world. Mm. There's Man goes on a journey, or there's stranger comes to town. Yeah, those are the only two stories that exist in the world, and it merges the two really well. It does merge the two really well, <laughs> and so you've kind of got that stranger comes to town, and all the townsfolk don't like him. You've got the, you've got that sort of the person in charge is half a fucking nut, and he can't be trusted because you know he's bonkers. Yeah, you've got a sheriff who's probably crooked. You've got a monster off. In, in the wilderness somewhere yes. who's hunting from Creeping a distance. Creeping into his mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you've got... The environment is a character of its own because of this swamp, and you've kind of got Fucking this... Fucking eels, man. Yeah, there's eels. <laughs> you've kind of got this this uh, New Orleans kind of backwater bayou mm. sort of feel yeah. going on. Um, and, and there is a sense of gothic horror. There is... Everyone's a little bit damaged, and it just makes the whole thing really interesting. And while the the actual thing isn't like horror, horror, like stabby, stabby, blood everywhere, yeah, or anything like that, it's remind it. It's still horror, right? It is, yeah. It, it is one hundred percent to the bone horror, and yes. it does it so well that you don't even notice that it's horror if you're not like a big fan yeah I've had I've, I've recommended this book to a lot of people in case if you weren't aware that I fucking love it uh, <laughs> and I've had a few people say oh this isn't horror I prefer XYZ books because there was more blood and gore or whatever yeah so listen here you basic bitch yeah you don't get it <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the build up of uh, tension and anxiety uh, for the main character and all of his buddies and everyone involved. Yeah. Until the final chapter where it all fucking gets unveiled. Well, actually, I think it's the last two chapters. Yeah, it's, it's sort of the last little bit. Yeah, where where it all sort of breaks down. It actually, it really reminded me of this Aussie cult film where this bloke goes to some random-ass town in country, New South Wales, and his car breaks down, he hits a rule or whatever, and um, <clears throat> he's stuck in this place. There's no running water. All he can do is drink beer. Gets fuck eyed. Plays two up. Uh, you, you're. I, I know what you're talking. You're talking about the film Wake and Fright. Yeah, Wake and Fright. And they did yeah. a um, a remake of it, which was a two part uh, miniseries. Yeah, and that was really good too. Mm. But so it really reminded me of that movie. Yeah. Where stranger comes to town. Yes. Uh, and then he gets all fucked up because of the way the town works and yeah. uh, kills he, a guy by accident. And he, he's a fish out of water. He is. And, and his situation 
spirals out of mm. out of control and, and he's he's very much a central character he's very much in control who's all of a sudden fucking yeah and it it, it really reminded me of um, well the book really reminded me of that because yeah. the same thing sort of happened even though the, the character was really strong so if um, Blackwood was like fucking I know what I'm doing all the time it's just the way that the world worked around the character Kind of reminded me of that, I suppose. Yeah, it, it did, because um, <clears throat> it it pulled his footing out from under him. Mm. And so you had a, a character who was very sure of himself, who was choosing to, to go a particular path that he had um, an agenda, and shit just got pulled out from under him. And, and that's very exciting, and, and I, quite, I quite like the, the, um, the way that they explore that. It's, it's a just, it's a good book. And uh, one last thing about Dark Harvest is the end is a bit controversial. Uh, people either like it, I love it personally, and then a lot of people are like this is this was the worst thing ever to happen. This awesome otherwise book. Mm-hmm. How do you think about the end? I had no issue with the end. Great, uh, you got you got the deeper meaning of it. I, I was more than happy with the end. Yeah, I, I yeah. thought it was great because it means that there's it opens up for a sequel. I'm not against that. No. I'd be really okay with that. I would love to read more of Ryan Blackwood with that voice actor fucking doing it. Yeah, he did a great job. He didn't he? Oh my god. Yeah, I I actually uh uh often when I go looking for an audio book, I'll search by narrator before I search for author. Yeah. Um because I have some narrators who I just adore. Yeah. Um and that he the voice actor uh, who did that was exceptional. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was so subtle, uh, the voices that he did for characters, but fuck, man, like, it just it just added to the whole thing, in it my did. opinion. And yeah. it was so good. Yeah. So we've been rattling on for about five yeah. minutes of, uh, well, six minutes now of uh, Dark Harvest, but yeah. I just I just really wanted to touch on it again because yeah. I'm glad that someone else who I know has <laughs> taken my advice to listen to it, listen to it and it, has yeah. really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, Actually, before we finish up, yep. um, I do have some exciting news. Okay. So, um, well, with the Victorian shutdown, there's a lot of businesses have closed, but others have had a chance to really prosper. Um, and I've been very fortunate in that um, I've been able to embark on a brand new venture. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um you know, in, in the, the current climate, there is a lot of focus on on beauty. Um, there's a lot of, you know, places where you, you know, get your nails done and, um, you know, kind of, it, it is an art form. You know, that's sort of this beautician uh, uh, sort of approach. And uh, obviously a very natural progression of that Um and it's taken off massively here in regional Victoria, Bendigo in particular, um, you, you can't turn around without bumping into another um, Vajazzling clinic. So, um, <laughs> Vajazzling. Yeah. So, but to me, uh, what I really noticed um, amongst all the rhinestones and, and the glitter was there was a real missed opportunity. Basically, there has been um, a real gap in the market and uh, so what I'm doing is I'm specialising in uh, pet for jazzling. <laughs> um, uh, my, my particular specialty is goldfish. 
Um, but I, you know, I've also uh, done dogs, cats, um, uh, rabbit for jazzling. Um, Do you like guinea pig? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Um, I've actually done a guinea pig inside of a dog. Wow. Yeah. What, what about the gerbil that goes up Tristan's ass? Well, um, <laughs> funny you should mention. What we ended up doing for Mr. Jangles um, <laughs> was uh, we, we did a very, very nice uh, rhinestone ensemble. Oh, yeah. um, mostly blues and aquas because uh, it needed to go with uh, Tristan's decor. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, what we've managed to do uh, is also apply a, a degree of wax um, to ensure a very immaculate anus. So it is good to hear. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, head for jazzling, it's a thing. My only tip though is that um, when you are applying the rhinestones, you need to be careful with the hot glue gun because you can burn your fingers. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Don't worry about the specimen. I mean, the, the, the subject. I mean, the, the person that you put in. The client. <laughs> yes. Or the client's pet. We also do do matching. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, you can get your... Uh, Two for one deal. Two, two for one. Your, your Doberman can be done while we uh, do yourself. And this month only, bonus Merkin. So if you do need a little extra fuzz on the taco, we can do that for you. So there we are. Pet for Jasmine. Get it in here. I love the endeavour. <laughs> so just being a bit silly. Um, anything else? Uh, well, there is the other event. That we were oh, about. yes. So yes. Uh, just now, uh, <laughs> we're announcing yep. the official uh, Bush Bash of 2020. Yep. And uh, it's invite only because of COVID, and none of you all invited. <laughs> yes, yeah, sorry. Um, those of you that have been chosen to attend will be notified um, via um, a letter delivered by OWL, much like. Uh, uh, Hogwarts. Unfortunately, the pigeons that we used to use, they're out of action at the moment. Too many diseases. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the, the whole pandemic thing, so yeah. it would be a good idea not to not to use them. But... We'd use a cleaner bird. Yeah. The, the barn <laughs> Which is owl. Owl. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Bush Bash 2020, plague touched. Um, <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, so only a small event, invite only. Uh, you will be notified... If you are invited yes. soon, uh, if you live outside of Bendigo, do not hold your breath. Yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> um, rules is rules. Um, Very limited space. Yeah, we're, we're going to cap it at, it'll be less than 20 players. Yeah. Um, it, it is essentially a glorified two-day <laughs> local catch-up. It is. <laughs> we just want an excuse to get on the piss. Basically, yeah. So, anyway... Um, you, you'll no doubt hear about how it plays out um, for those of you lucky enough to attend. Well, goody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for the rest of you, we'll let you know how it goes. And we're really hoping that 2021 turns out to be a much better time. We'll get um, back over to South Australia. I'll certainly try and get north again. Um, and, yeah, hopefully we can 
Fucking roll some dice with your people. Jesus. Yeah, that'd be good. Would be good. Would be good. Be really fucking good. All right. I just want to touch on the um, the bat reps real quick. Oh, yeah. Go on then. So we're about to hit 100. Yes. Our 100th battle report. I think I've played in, oh, it'd be about 90 of those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so thank you to the guys who have, you've, you've piloted one yourself. Um Maybe maybe two. Yeah, I th- I think I've done a couple. Yeah, um, uh, Brushy's done a couple. Yeah, Tristan's done one, and yeah, uh, and then uh, Michael Rocky he's done a fair few of them as well. But um, you're about to hit a hundred, and we've hit over the one K subs, which hey, is um, that's yeah, timely. Yeah, so it's good. Um, never did it for the subs or you know the the YouTube dollars, but I will take money off from um, a big corporate business so yep. it is what it is and um yeah really stoked to keep going and pushing those further on uh brought myself a uh a giblet oh yeah man <laughs> whatever the fuck what are they i don't even know what they're called well it's a it's it's sort of a, a gyroscopic um phone dongle holder with yeah. with legs um and how, how funny was it earlier? <laughs> <laughs> I, took it, I took my phone out of the thing, put it on the table, and it started flapping around like a big dildo. Yeah, like seriously, it was um, it was like an out of control squid. Yeah. Um, I I was both mortified and a little bit drenched in the pants. Yeah, I was excited when it was happening. Yeah, it was. Um, I part of me puckered. I'll just say that. <laughs> now that I know it does that, uh, you're not going to see me for another month. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and lastly, yeah. on our next official episode, I can announce that we will be bringing back What's in the Box. Oh, yeah. So get ready to, uh, just when you were talking about dildos, I forget. <laughs> yeah. Well, everything, what's in the box is a dick anyway, right? So. Well, that's what you, you think it is. Uh, it says more about you than me, I think. So. Well, I, I suppose SpongeBob was in there once. <laughs> 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 There's a penis yeah. with legs. <laughs> well, I bought a 3D printer. I may as well put it to use. Okay, I agree. Right. Um, cool. You want to wrap it up there? Yeah, I think I think that's all we wanted to talk about. Just a quick little episode for you today. Yeah. Um, yeah. Got nothing else to really talk about. No. No. But uh, I, yeah. No. Light, light at the end of the tunnel. That's the point in it. Yes. Light right. at the end of the tunnel, and um, we ain't going nowhere, motherfuckers. No pandemic will slow us down. Well, it slowed us down, but you'll never stop us. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> Huh? And on that note, we're all done, Dave. <laughs> but yeah, what we didn't do last episode because I was that fuck guy that I just wanted to wrap it up and go to bed. Where can we find you? You can only find me in person because I'm now boycotting all social media. Hey. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Very good. Kind of. <laughs> Does that even include the group chat? Nah, that's not social media. That's That's just shit talking. In order to become even more enigmatic and mysterious, I'm stepping out of the public eye. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But if you do see me at an event and I wink at you, you do have permission to pinch me on the nipple.
That's okay. <laughs> you, your nipple's going to be so sore after that next time. Oh, man, it's going to really hurt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joel, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me in the next uh, COVID-19 vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's a little bit of Joel in every jab. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right thanks guys